Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. All right. So we're going to read about the faith of a Roman officer today. Some of you guys have heard this story before, but I'm really excited to come around this story and look at it from a new perspective. So we're going to start in verse 5 here. It says, when Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him, Lord, my young servant lies in bed, paralyzed and in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word. From where you are, my servant will be healed. Verse 9, I know this because I'm under the authority of my superior officers and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go and they go, or come and they come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. Verse 10, when Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to those who were following him, he said, I tell you the truth, I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. And I tell you this, that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from east and west, and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and at the feast in the kingdom of heaven. But many Israelites Those for whom the kingdom was prepared will be thrown into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Verse 13, listen to this. And then Jesus said to the Roman officer, go back home because you believed it has happened. And the young servant was healed that same hour. I love this passage of scripture and I want to come around this thought and and preach a message entitled the gift that keeps on giving. The gift that keeps on giving. Let's pray together. Jesus, we just thank you for the power of your word. Thank you that you're in this place right now, God. Holy Spirit, move in a way that only you can move, that you would encourage hearts in this place, that you would build us up. And what we learned today, Lord, that we would leave this place better than the way we entered it. In Jesus' name, and all of God's people said, can you give God some praise for five seconds if you're thankful for him? Come on. Amazing. January 20th, 2014. January 20th, 2014. I found myself in a car with my family, with Mallory, who was my girlfriend at the time. And I'm so thankful that we're married almost four years now, which is crazy to think. But I've been blessed. Four years of blessing. So good. But we've been, we were driving to Orlando at, on January 20th, 2014. And you know, I, I was going to the airport to travel halfway around the world to attend Hillsong International Leadership College, and it was one of the biggest decisions that I'd ever made in my life, and uh, we were going, you know, we're driving two hours, and I don't know about y'all, but for me, I tend to be uh, emotionally detached from big moments, like leading up to them. I'm like, good. I'm like, you would have thought we were going to McDonald's to have a Happy Meal or something. I was just like chatty in the car. I was like... Can't wait for my Big Mac. It's going to be great. And we're going, and, and I'm good. We get to the airport. I'm good. I have no emotion. I'm just happy. Other than that, I'm, I'm just happy and, and really looking forward to everything. And what happens with me is when I get to that big moment in my life, usually a minute to 30 seconds beforehand, all of the emotions come in. <laughs> like I am overwhelmed with emotion 
And uh, that's what happens to me all the time. Like, I'm good leading up to the moment, but then, like, a minute right before it happens, I'm like, oh, this is actually real. Like, I'm, I'm actually doing this. Like, this is, what are we going to do? What am I going to do? And uh, the moment that really got real for me was when I stared at the line to go through security. And I was going to, you know, travel over 24 hours to get to Sydney, Australia. And, and the moment hit me, and I immediately turned around. I gave my dad a hug, and I just, like, started losing it. It wasn't like a movie star, like, just one single tear staring off into the distance. It wasn't pretty. It was an ugly cry. It was, like, snotty. It was wet. It was, it was ugly. And I, I was just, like... And you know, like, when you're crying and you can't even, like, form words, you, you like, start stuttering. You're like... <laughs> I, I love you, like, and that's what happened for me. I was hugging my dad, hugging my family, and hugging, hugging Mallory, and then finally I grabbed my backpack, my guitar, and my suitcase, and I walked over to the line, but my head was down low. I was having my woe is me moment, right? And I was sad, but at the same time hopeful for what God was going to do in the future, and I was sitting in line. Little did, did I know that there was a whole cheerleading squad in line in front of me that watched the whole situation go down. <laughs> And I'm like, this is really embarrassing. <laughs> like, and I could just, like, hear them chattering off in the distance, like, oh, my gosh, Becky. Oh, he's saying goodbye to his family. Oh, Veronica. Veronica, did you, did you see that? So sad. He's like a sad puppy. Like, oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? Should we, like, give him a hug, like a group hug or what? <laughs> what I really needed them to do is to, like, use their spiritual gift and just be like, all right, we're going to do cheer. C-H-E-E-R-U-P. Cheer up, cheer up, cheer up. But I didn't get that. Like, Chris, Chris, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. But you're still alone. And I'm like, I don't need to hear that. Like, they're like shaking their pom-poms in front of me. Like, get those out of my face. But I eventually got through the line. And I got on the flight, I got to Sydney, and it was the best season of my life. Apart from getting married, that was the best day of my life. But best season of my life was actually going to Sydney and, and allowing my faith to grow in Jesus. And I grew as a man, and, and I learned how to live on my own, and it was great. I wouldn't change it for the world, but the point that I'm trying to make this morning is I needed to trust God. I needed to take a step forward and just trust that whole big moment in my life was a series of trust decisions. I had to trust to book the flight. I had to trust to travel to Orlando. I had to trust as I was getting on the plane and when I landed in Sydney. And oftentimes in our lives, that's what we're being called to do as Christians, to just step out and trust. And we're in the series, Sola Fide, right? Faith alone. Pastor Matt did an amazing job starting this off and asking that question of how, how do we view faith? I think sometimes our faith can just unintentionally be based off maybe just traditions that we've always done or maybe things we've done in church, but I'm believing by the end of this morning that we're going to get a better understanding of biblical faith. And we see that, you know, some of these reformers in the 16th century, like Martin Luther, and they started, started mentioning this term, sola fide, to make the point that it wasn't only by the grace of God and, and through good works. It was by grace through faith and by his completed work, by his completed work that we have salvation extended to us. So that's a beautiful thing that we have. And 
I want to just mention a few things before we get to a couple practical handles for you this morning. And the first thing that's worth mentioning is that really faith is a gift and, and salvation is a gift. Putting your faith in Jesus is a gift. We see that from Ephesians 2. I'm not going to read it all the way through, but it's by grace you have been saved through faith. So it's unmerited favor is what gives us access to that. And then we have to trust, right, through faith. But it's not by our works. Just a reminder for all of us. It's not by our works, but we see later on in this scripture in verse 10 of Ephesians 2, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. What a promise to hold on to. It's so beautiful. And secondly, this morning, the good news is that a measure measure of faith has been extended to us from God. So each one of us has been extended a measure of faith. Romans 12, verse 3, Paul gives guidelines for believers living in a broken world. Verse 3 says that because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of us this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. So some of you might be thinking, how can, how can I have faith like the Roman officer? Maybe you're thinking, I can't have faith like that. I just want to encourage you that you do have faith, and your faith can develop and get to a point where Jesus marvels after it. You can, because you've been given a measure of faith. We've all been given that. So I really want to just give us a couple handles how, can, how we can experience this gift that keeps on giving this morning and grow in our faith. So are you ready for them? Amazing. Well, the first thing that it's going to require is for us to take a step. Just take a step. Each person has been given a measure of faith. But in order for that gift to keep on giving, it's going to require us to step out in faith. But hear this. Not in a similar way of the past, but stepping out in new ways. Stepping out in faith in new ways. That's how we're going to see growth. That's how we're going to really receive that revelation that this is a gift that keeps on giving. We grow as we step out in new ways. So we step out. We have to make that step. And we see the Roman officer, he did that. He did that in multiple ways in this, in this story. He, he risked the, the possibility of being denied a miracle, we see that, and although in Luke's account, it shows that, you know, he was a generous man. He actually gave to the Jewish synagogue, so he, he was a good man, and he, he was having faith for someone else, right, that his servant would be saved, which is a beautiful thing. But in this, in this culture during this time, you know, Roman soldiers were normally hated by Jewish people because of their oppression and control. But again, this Roman officer, was, he was different. And his faith was something that Jesus marveled after, which is beautiful. But he could have risked the, the denial of a miracle, but we know that Jesus is too good to not do that, right? He, he's going to bring healing. He's going to bring a miracle because of who he is. He's all about others. But he, he could have been poorly affected, you know, uh, by just the, perf- the perception of being a leader. He was, he was over 100 soldiers by stepping out and just talking to this Jewish man and, and believing for a miracle, it could have affected his perception as a leader, but also he could have easily experienced judgment from the people in his community, but it didn't stop him. And I want to just read it again, verses 6 through 8 of Matthew 8. Lord, my young servant lies in bed paralyzed and in terrible pain. 
Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. I love that. I love that he said, just say the word. That's probably my favorite part of this passage. Just say the word. He's making the point that Jesus, honestly, you don't even need to be in the room. You don't need to lay hands on him. You don't need to anoint him with oil. You just say the word. And I think that some of us need to get that same faith, spirit, and the inside of us to just say the word. Some of us, I think that maybe over time, we've been believing for some things, been stepping out, believing for that breakthrough, whatever it is, whatever area, and you haven't seen it come to fruition yet. But we can actually have the same spirit and believe again. Just because it's not being done in our timing doesn't mean it's not going to happen. He's a faithful father. And we can say, just say the word, Holy Spirit. Just remind me that it's worth trusting you. And I, I do want to just mention something. I'd love for you to write this down as we step out in new ways of faith. Having faith in Jesus is easy when you catch a revelation of how loved you are by him. That really sums it up for me. And when I am committed to stepping out in faith and in new ways, I can be reminded that he loves me. The pressure's off. So trusting God, trusting Jesus is not hard. It's not difficult when you know how loved you are by him. So we can take a step this morning. And I remember a few years back, I committed to, to really working out, going to a CrossFit gym, and I had, had my friend. He was coaching me. It was amazing. And uh, I had to make a decision to just keep showing up, and I did for a full year. I know. wish I could say I'm still going, but I did one year, and I went, and there was a variety of different people there, like beginners like me, and there were dudes that had muscles on muscles, like we get it. You're good. You can go home now. Like, you don't need to come and work out anymore. <laughs> but I was there, and I just made a decision to continue to just take a step, to keep showing up. And I grew. I, I, I became fit. My muscles grew, and it's much like the same with, with faith, that it, we have to exercise our faith. And faith is a muscle. We have to continue to, to step out in new ways in order for it to grow. So you have to take a step. We are released and encouraged to take a step because he loves us. The pressure is off. Amen. So let's take a step. And secondly, this morning, hear the word. Take a step. Hear the word. Romans 10 verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yes, this is the foundation for how someone finds Jesus and gains salvation. But for those that already believe, let's commit to a life of getting stuck in his word. And I do want to just say real quick as a side note, if you are here attending in person or online, you don't believe, can I just say that you don't have to believe in order to belong here? We're so pumped that you're here. We really are. And I'm going to believe that God is going to speak to you in such a clear way that you won't be able to deny it, that he loves you without a shadow of a doubt. Faith comes from hearing. That's really the basis of salvation. That's, that's why we take the time to do a service for that, that altar call, that one moment where you get to put your faith and say outwardly, Jesus is Lord. 
but faith comes from hearing. And for those that have been, you know, seasoned believers for a while now, let's commit ourselves to being stuck in his word and reading his word, but also taking a step further and just speaking it out loud over your life, over your family's life, over your friend's life. It changes things. It changes things. When we speak out, faith comes by hearing. So that's how we can grow our faith as well, by hearing the word. I do want to ask you, what are you listening to currently in life? What, what are we listening to? Because I think that's very important. There's a lot of chaos going on, but God is still in control. He's still here. He's still in charge. There's a lot of things that are pulling for our attention and trying to distract us in our society today, but we can actually remember that the most important thing to hear is the word of God. And I just want to encourage you to maybe get around some Christian podcasts that, that you, they haven't listened to before, but maybe a friend told you about it, or listen to pastors on YouTube, and maybe just have a message going on in the background as you're cleaning your house, or you know, use the YouVersion app and play the word of God out loud. I, I go on runs sometimes, and uh, instead of doing CrossFit now, it's a little easier to just go on a run. But I go on a run, and I, I did it by accident at first. To be honest, I, I forgot my headphones, and I was like, oh, man. All right, whatever. I'll just, I'll just hold my phone. I'll hold my phone, and I'll just play some music. And then I was like, oh, I want to listen to the Word. So I went on the YouVersion app and played it out loud. And it was a little, you know, a little awkward at first. You know, people were walking their chihuahuas, and I'm just, I got the, in the beginning, God created <laughs> I'm just like, morning. <laughs> just listening to the word of God. <laughs> okay. And uh, God bless you and, and your children. Yeah. And, uh, but after a while, I thought about, you know what? I'm just going to keep that up. I'm just going to continue to listen to the word of God out loud. And then if someone could hear a few words from my phone that might encourage them, all the better. Right? So let's remember that faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. Everybody's doing good this morning still? Amazing. Okay. So we're going to hear the word. We're going to take a step. And then finally, this morning, let's pass it on. Let's pass it on. Let's pass on the faith stories, how God has, has made a way in your life and share that with other people. But let's also have faith for other people. So let's share the faith stories and let's have faith for other people. Like this Roman officer he had faith for someone else for their healing, that they were going to get healed, and he did. Faith can be a gift that keeps on giving when we operate in those two things, because whether you see breakthrough in your own life or if you see it in a friend's life, it's going to build your faith. It's going to build your faith. And I love what Pastor Brad said last week with the mat. You know, pick up your mat, roll it, and hold on to it, because that's your story. That's your testimony. And it's going, to, it's going to encourage other people. And that's uh, really a good opportunity for you to share the good news to other people, but also share your faith stories. Because he is faithful. I want to read Psalm 96 to you, verses two through three. It says, sing to the Lord, praise his name. Each day proclaim the good news that he saves publish his glorious deeds among the nations and listen to this tell everyone about the amazing things he does I personally love that it doesn't say tell everyone about the amazing things that he did it's 
That's what he does. Yes, he's done some good things in the past, but he's going to do some good things today and in the future because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Are you thankful for that this morning? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So tell everyone about the amazing things that he does, that he's continuing to do. He's not finished. There's more faith stories that are going to happen in your life that are going to encourage other people. So let's pass it on. And it doesn't take that much effort. It doesn't take that very, like, very long to, to just share a quick story about how God is moving in your life. It's going to build other people up. I love the story of the Samaritan woman. And I don't know why, but when I've read this story in the past, I tend to forget about you know, the, this part of Scripture, this part of the story, but I, I want to read it to you. And we know that the Samaritan woman, she had an encounter with Jesus. And Jesus, in a loving way, in a compassionate way, calls her out on some things, and she's changed by that conversation. She believes. And what's beautiful is that she actually goes back to her village. And that's the part that I guess when I was younger, I overlooked, and I wanted to read this part of it to you. This is John 4, starting verse 39. It says, many Samaritans from the village believed in Jesus because the woman had said, he told me everything I ever did. When they came out to see him, they begged him to stay in their village. So he stayed for two days, long enough for many more to hear his message and believe. Verse 42, then they said to the woman, now we believe not just because of what you told us, but because we have heard him ourselves. Now we know that he is indeed the savior of the world. So it's amazing that Jesus actually went there, but before that part, they had to be told. She passed it on. She passed on her encounter with Jesus, this experience that she had with the living God. And it changed everything. It changed other people's lives. So church, can I encourage you again? Your faith stories will encourage other people. And ultimately, it could bring someone to salvation. But let's remember to take a step. Let's remember to hear the word. And let's remember to really just grab a hold of this truth and pass it on. Pass it on. Pass on your faith story in Jesus' name. Amazing. Well, I'd love for all of us just in this moment, if we could stand. I'd love to just pray for some people. You know, I, I, I'm not sure where you're at this morning, and we're so happy that you're here again, but maybe you've been here listening to this message and, and listening to the word and you've, you've trusted God in the past with some things that you're believing for, some breakthrough and miracles and maybe some chains that you were believing were gonna break and you hadn't seen that come to fruition yet, I would love to pray for you that, that you would get your faith back. Not that it ever left you, but that you'd be encouraged to trust again. So if you're in this place, you know, I'd love for all of us to just bow our heads, close our eyes in this moment. And if you're here right now and if you're honest, you know, I, I stopped trusting fully with that one thing in my life, but I'd like to trust him again. I'd love for you with no one looking around just to raise your hand so I know who I can pray for this morning. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you see these hands this morning. 
thank you that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you've come through before, you're gonna come through again. And right now, we're making a decision again to just believe for breakthrough because you are a faithful father. Even when we're not faithful, you remain faithful, God. You can't deny yourself. It's who you are. So we bask in your faithfulness this morning. We trust again. We take a step again. And as we commit to just hearing your word, Lord, we pray that you would build the faith of your people this morning. Thank you that we actually even have the opportunity to to put our trust in you and to be in relationship with you. Thank you that you love us, God. We pray that you bless every single person in this room. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, come on, if you have faith, why don't we just sing out to him this morning? Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.